When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the TD Fantasy. The TD Fantasy Podcast. TD Fantasy Podcast. With your host, Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Welcome into Money Monday. That is what we're calling it on today. Money Monday. TD Fantasy Podcast because Odell Beckham Jr. Got paid. Yeah, he got paid. He's dancing, he's singing, and we are celebrating because if there's anything that I know about the people sitting in this room, it's that we... We love money. One, we love money. And two, we love celebrating when others make money because people that get upset about others getting paid will never make any sense to Say me. It like I said it last year. If you got a problem with it, go be great at something. Yep. That is a spot-on evaluation of how I feel. So good for you, Odell Beckham Jr. Congrats on getting paid. Celebrate, but don't do anything too stupid. Don't because, go to Miami. Yeah, stay don't away. Don't get on a boat. Yes. <laughs> go back to practice. Stay away from all of those things, uh, but enjoy yourself. Can I add on to this? Yeah, go ahead. Congratulations, Aaron Donald, whenever the hell it actually happens. Yeah. yeah. And pay Khalil Mack already. Or trade his ass to somebody who wants him that will pay him. Oh, my God. How is he not getting talked about more? It is extremely frustrating. On Money Monday, I had to throw that out there. Yeah, no, I saw – I think this was a graphic during the game where I was listening to your pops, which shout out to Bruce. He did a great job on CBS. I really enjoyed it, especially considering there was a rain delay and a bunch of funky stuff going on. I think it was during that game they put up a graphic where they showed four people that have not gotten paid. And I looked at the graphic and I thought to myself, what in the hell is John Gruden doing? That's like I just looked at Jamie. You. <laughs> do, what, you, do you have an answer? Here, as, as you know, I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> um, if they really haven't talked, and we're getting off topic here, but if they really okay. haven't talked since friggin' January, he ought to be fired, and they just pay him the rest of the hundred million that they want. The I, best player on the team. Yes. Uh, not offense, defense. The best player on the team. No. The cornerstone of, of the franchise, other than Carr. What the hell are you doing? you got to have the salary cap room because you knew for three years after three more Pro Bowls that he was coming up. Like, either trade him and get a boatload for it. You're aware a week from the season. Yeah, no, this is and not you, good. No, this no, is this not is a, good this for is this dumpster team. fire written all over it. Uh, I just got an official alert from the NFL, so I wanted to let you guys know that it's the highest guarantee ever for a wide receiver. $65 million guaranteed for Odell Beckham Jr. God bless you, man. Yeah, money Monday. Yeah, yeah money Monday is right. Good for you. $95 dude. Million in total. Woo! But $65 million guaranteed, yep. Averages $20 million over the first three years. Helps the Giants in the cap situation while, yeah, while that they, money's they, guaranteed, they, too. They front-loaded it. New yeah. GM, big fan of him. Listen, do a great he's job. an unbelievable That's... wide receiver. You lock him up long-term. He's your guy. You don't have to deal with the well, shenanigans. Well, how about the one-two punch that you got locked up for the next yeah. four or five years? Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, that's like. nice. You you like that a lot. Uh, let's talk about a renaissance man. 
All right. That's what, that's what we're talking about. And that is AD, AP, whatever you want to call it. All day, baby. Yeah. Adrian Peterson uh, watched him a little bit in the preseason for Washington. The thing about what's going on in Washington is that there's a lot of backs there and nobody really has the job. They, everything that Jay Gruden has said is that he, (laughs) he saw Peterson and he's a physical specimen as somebody who watched him in practice last year at the Arizona Cardinals. And I know you did too, Jake. The guy is a physical freak of nature. Period. There's a reason yeah. he came back in nine months from an ACL. Yeah. It looked like he never missed a day. I mean, the dude is an absolute. I grew up in locker rooms, played the game. Like he's on another level from no, everybody you've ever seen. But he looked great in the game. Yeah, he's, he's getting yeah. some carries for sure. I mean, his so in Minnesota, he averaged four point nine yards per carry over the last two years, three point four. So definitely a significant drop off. But he can still run between the tackles. You saw that. He doesn't have the same acceleration that he used to have. He's not as speedy as he used to be because he's 34 years old. That's obvious. You still get it. He but needs a system that fits his running style. He also, he is, he also is running behind ration. a good offensive right. line. Yeah, yeah. Two guys on that offensive line in the top five offensive linemen on the most recent list that just came out. That's good. He, yeah. he feels good about it. Um, Jamie, I know you like Chris Thompson a lot. Is there any value from a fantasy perspective when you look at Adrian Peterson? There is. I just think a lot of it's going to be early in the season, partly because I don't know how Adrian Peterson is going to progress when you start to get into games 8, 9, 10, 11. I don't know how Jay Gruden is going to use that offense. I like Chris Thompson the most still in fantasy because I think his role is still well-defined. It's not going to change much from last year. P. Ryan's value drops. P. Ryan's value drops significantly. AP, AP starting week one, like he is a legitimate flex option in, for almost any league in week one this week. I will tell you I this. Two weeks. I picked him up in my high school league because the week one, they come to Arizona. Revenge okay? game. A little revenge action. And I like, I like AP as a flex option in that game a lot. Uh, specifically a matchup thing more than anything, and an early on thing. I, agree I haven't said it on the air, but I can see him coming in here and having a big day. I mean, that defense does not look good against the run until last night, and thus not overhype what we saw. We'll get into that later, but I love him in week one. Yeah. Durability is not going to be an issue. It's just how much do they mix it up later on. We don't. None of us think that team is going to be that, that good, but, man, he – he looked like himself. Yeah, no, he looks good. He's been in camp for like two days. He goes out and gets like 10 carries, 56 yards, whatever it was. Yeah, it's- Jay Gruden was singing his praise. And if there's anything you know about the Jay Gruden situation with running backs, if Adrian Peterson holds on to the football, he's going to get all the touches. Yeah. He's going to get all of them. A little bit of a pass-catching liability. Yep. Let me say this, too. because I, I, He is a very misunderstood guy, I think. And I had a very big misunderstanding of him until I met him. Agreed. One Same. of the nicest superstars I've ever been around. Yep. Spending time with families, taking pictures, like he gets what it is to, to be, be Adrian pro. Peterson and be an absolute superstar. I wish him the best, man. I, I'm a huge fan of him as a person after getting to know him last yeah. year. I echo that sentiment. Last year, I brought a group of veterans yeah. down to spend the day with the Arizona Cardinals. And the two best people from that group were Adrian Peterson and Patrick Peterson, who came out after yeah. to make sure that he signed autographs and took pictures with everybody. So I echo and all those sentiments about Adrian Peterson. If I remember correctly, Adrian Peterson went back into his locker room and he got did. his game-worn jersey he to did. give to a veteran. And traded a wounded it. Veteran. And traded, traded it for a jersey yeah. the veteran had on. Yes, yeah. it, it, was, was, it was awesome. It was, it was an day. unbelievable moment. Uh, we'll remember him in a completely different light than what I expected to going forward. Uh, Marquise Lee, some bad news. We'll be – out for the season. No, yeah, that's, that's you, need, you need doesn't bend that way. No, it was ugly when you saw it. It didn't look good, and the news came out today, Monday morning, that he will be done for the season. So, Jamie, I'll ask you this. 
What does that mean for fantasy relevancy when you look at everybody else? Do you think they need to go out and get somebody else? I know we talked about Des Bryant already. Yeah, there seem to there, not be interested in Des. I don't know. I mean, there are not a lot of great pass catching options there, period. I mean, it helps Keelan Cole's value. I think you have to draft him now basically in the same spot you were drafting Marquise Lee. I still think Austin Safari and Jenkins could be a sneaky pick at tight end. Uh, that ball's going to go somewhere. They got to throw the ball somewhere. I think D.D. Westbrook steps up and, 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 and has well. a decent year for them. I don't think they need to mess with the locker room issues with Des Bryant. I don't think he's got a lot left. I mean, he'd flash and make something happen later on. We talked about last week. There's going to be more guys go down in week three. This is one of the casualties of the year yeah. that definitely has fantasy uh, implications. That's one of the bigger ones when you look at it from a value perspective. Um, it's obviously terrible news, but I agree with you. I think Keelan Cole is going to have a little bit more value. I agree with Jake. I think D.D. Westbrook's value goes up. I think that's probably the biggest play from this, and obviously don't draft Marquise Lee in any of your drafts. And some advice in general, too, as you get to the weekend. Saturday's cut day. Watch where the roster moves go because there will be players that are cut from other teams that might actually have fantasy value in their new home. Absolutely. Yeah. Veteran casualty you know. Casualties of the salary cap, if I yes, get it out, uh, sure. they go to other teams that will definitely fit in and play. I mean, look for somebody in New England, like New England picking up a veteran. Yeah. If, if it's the right guy in the right situation, those kind of things, they're yeah. going to get 50, 60 catches. There's going to be some of those guys moving around. Yeah, the last thing I want to get to before we get into our defense and special teams rankings is talking about Buffalo. And I bring this up specifically because I got a lot of questions on Twitter about my evaluations of their offensive players, specifically in fantasy. And this is my advice, and you two can agree or disagree. I don't know what's going to happen there with the quarterback situation. I've watched them both play. It I ain't thought good. it's not good. Unless your name is LaShawn McCoy, I'm not drafting anybody on that Buffalo offense. Yeah, it's it's pretty much it's a fantasy wasteland of offensive talent. And even McCoy, he's he's an RB two at best, and we've yes. talked about the off-the-field issues that exactly. might come into play that you have to consider as well. And now you have major offensive line issues. I had him at 10. If we redid that running back list now, I don't think I'd have him in the top 20. Yeah. I'd love to get him later in the draft if he falls. It didn't have him sitting there in a flex option For or something sure. like that. Anybody, I don't know. Somebody, everybody will still take him just because yeah. not enough people do the research. But, wow, yeah, it's it just not looking good. No, know. it's not looking good. And if they're, everybody's going to stack the stuff, the box, because they know that they're going to have to run the football all the time. That's going to affect LaShawn McCoy. It's not going to be good for him either. Uh, I like him as an RB2 option. I've seen what he can do. Yeah. Um, the off-the-field issues are obviously its own but thing. that offensive so. line has been pretty solid for the last yeah, three or four yeah, years. Yeah, for sure. put up those numbers, it's not the same yeah. offensive line. No. He'll, he'll still catch them by the back. I'm not, he's on a lot of hate lists, uh, as they see around the industry. I still think I'm not dropping him out of the RB2 territory. Just because no. I don't think it just gets risky. But, boy, I mean, you're not excited about owning any Buffalo Bills player no, in fantasy I'm this year. definitely not excited about owning Or their anybody. defense or anything. Yeah, yeah, no. All right, let's start off with our number one overall across the board defense and special teams. That is Jacksonville. Uh, we all like Jacksonville. We saw what they did last year. They're returning everybody. Uh, they score a lot for you, which is what this is. A, this Specifically, these rankings. This doesn't mean it's going to be number one total defense. That's a different statistic. Yes. This is defense and special teams and how scoring in fantasy football works. Um, they're still going to be up there across yeah, they, the board. They were, and they were, they were number one last year in fantasy yes. points per game among defenses. And uh, this is where my other cautionary tale is don't overpay for defenses in fantasy either. I know there are some of you out there that had Jacksonville or the Rams, and they really helped you either get to the playoffs or win a championship. But there's so much turnover on a year-to-year basis. Like, for example, two prior years, Jacksonville was 23rd and 28th 
in fantasy defenses. Uh, then they so, spent $100 million on free agents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is really paid off. For so, sure. They're clearly the best, but I'm – I will not be the one that's first off the board for the defense. Yeah, please, please don't do that. I got, I got a team that we're going to talk about later in the twelfth round. So, wh- where I, do you guys like them before we even get any farther? To the people that are listening, I, we've talked quarterbacks, weight because there's a lot of value there. Tight end group is really deep. So here's here's where this all my draft philosophy varies based on the league that I'm in because sometimes people start going quarterbacks or other t- and you're almost forced into a position to get somebody early there's I tier my players on purpose because once it gets to a certain level I have to go get insert this guy yeah. right or yeah. insert this defense because at the end of the day this is a starting position for you so if right. you start getting to your third or fourth bench guy and Jacksonville or Minnesota is still available that's where you're like hmm eh. I might it's a great around. point. I mean, that, that being a starting It's a starting, player, a starting position. position. It's yeah. a starting position. Which so, can kill you or make or break a game. Yeah, so okay. if you can lock in a top five over another bench guy, that's where I look at it and I go, okay, I can justify it. If it's my handcuff for a running back, I'm not doing that. Yeah, see, I, I'm still very much in the – I don't take a defense until the final three rounds. I yeah. think just the, the week-to-week changeover in how many points they score is so different than any other position – you can often find top five, top ten defenses on the waiver wire in a given week if, you, if you're playing the matchups. To me, the, the, if I take a Jacksonville like in the 10th or 11th round, for example, I am committing to playing Jacksonville every single week. I can't carry two defenses. I think that's a total waste of a roster spot for most standard leagues. And if they have a terrible match, if it's Jacksonville at New England, I have to play Jacksonville. Yeah. And you're going to have to deal with the ups and downs of that. So I just, to me, I would much rather wait and take a take a defense that's in the eight to ten range okay. and say, you know what, I'll, I'll be I'll have more flexibility to move them for a matchup I like a lot more on the waiver wire. In the twelfth round yesterday, in a sixteen team league that I can that I play in, you, that we're talking about players you never heard of that were available. Yeah. So I felt real confident taking the LA Chargers, yeah. which we'll yeah, get I, into. I, I like the philosophy. I get yeah. I get asked that question on defenses, and if it's a twelve team league and. You're getting eight, nine, ten. But don't call me before the tenth. Like if you're in round eight and you're drafting a yeah. defense, push pause. Like don't do not yeah. do that. Uh, there's LA, your, there's your quote, people. Yeah. <laughs> L.A. Rams across the board too for all of us. Uh, listen, they were great last year. They upgraded this defense. You two want to jump in here? There's not much to say other than it's an upgraded defense from where it was last year, and we all liked it last year. Yeah, and Aaron Donald will be there when it matters. I mean, that's that's all that matters to me. They finished third last year. There's no reason to believe they won't be one of the three best defenses in fantasy again. Yeah. Best defensive line in football. There's not yeah. a whole lot to say. Added Aqib Tlaib on the corner. I mean, Wade Phillips is a freaking genius. That defense is going to be uh, solid. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. All right, uh, number three on a couple of our rankings here, Minnesota. Love Minnesota. Not much. I'm, I'm not going to go over this too much. I think we liked them last year. They're returning a lot of the same guys. Great defense. I think they upgraded their offense, so the defense is going to have to do even less than they had to do last year. I love I love this team across the board. Yeah, bounce back a little bit for them because their fantasy value and their actual defensive value was a little bit out of sync last year. They were only 14th among defenses and fantasy points per game last year. But uh, eighth, three years ago, first last year, too much talent. They got a loca for nothing. I mean, so that, that team just continues to get better. I got them at four just because the division. I mean, they're playing some teams that can really light it up. So, I mean, there's not a huge reason to go from three to four. They're 
freaking fantastic. They're going to be a really good team, and that defense is really solid. They didn't have a lot of injuries on that defense either last no. year. We'll see if that continues. they got to get lucky. Uh, Philadelphia, number four uh, for Jamie. I have them five. Jake has them six. I like this team a lot. I like the team we're going to talk about next a little bit more. But uh, Philadelphia, like we said, another team that upgraded in the offseason. It's Michael Bennett's an upgrade when you add that to your defense. I think there's, there's maybe some... he's getting old. A defensive line was spectacular last year. For I don't sure. know that they upgraded, but they stayed exactly where they were. For sure. Barnett is going to play more. He really came on as a rookie last year. I mean, they're still going to be really good. They still have some corner issues. They got a bunch of them, but they don't know where a lot of those guys are playing. I've got them at six, but I mean, they're still right there. I mean, they're top five defense. Yeah, I mean, they've finished top three in fantasy each the last two years. They don't have the easiest schedule of all time, so that might drop them down a little bit, but you can't go wrong taking them here as the fourth defense. The LA Chargers, five for Jamie, four for me, Jake, three here. We all love this it's team. Just injuries. They're, yeah, the injuries thing about. is the, yeah. They're, Always a concern with the LA Chargers. It does they they have some bad luck. Yeah, that's Hayward's really banged all I can up. Still, so, like I mean that that team is that team has talent to be the best defense in the league. It just bunch of sacks. Yeah, bunch of picks. Yep, bunch of sack fumbles. Yep, injuries. Yes, shut down corner, and the division's not that tough. Yeah, Kansas City's going to give it to you. They're going to give up some sacks. They're going to throw. I mean, they're going to light you up too. They're going to put up some yards. But I put I moved them up for the division they're playing in. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that too, especially when you even look at probably the best, the second best team in Kansas City, who I have a feeling is going to throw quite a few picks, especially when they're playing that team. Uh, Baltimore number six for Jamie, seven for for myself and Jake. Jake, what do you like about Baltimore this year? It's freaking Baltimore. <laughs> you don't have to say anything else. Yep. They've gone through what six, seven defensive coordinators, five that went on to be head coaches. They replaced the exact same thing. They are solid. I love the secondary if we're getting specific. Yes. Um, I love C.J. Mosley at middle linebacker, absolute freak. They just – they don't give up that much. You don't blow out the Baltimore Ravens. They are as solid as they come. When you're talking about, okay, yeah, I'll wait in the draft, this is a team that, okay, might still be sitting there yeah. in round 12 or 13 or something and go, okay, yeah, now it's time to take a defense. That's a great one to have. Yeah, and don't fall into the trap of looking at their record and, and, and dismissing them. This team is plays awesome defense. They were quietly number two fantasy defense last year. Yeah. Even two years ago when that team was uh, it was a disaster, they were 10th. I mean, this is a team that just – they play You're defense. getting a solid, yep. solid You know what you're defense. getting. You're going to create turnovers. They always do. It scores you a lot of points in fantasy football, so keep that in mind. Number seven for Jamie Houston. Uh, both Jake and I have them a little higher, five and six, but all kind of in that same range. Jake. I know where Jamie's going. He's worried about the injuries. Yeah, yes. That's I'm, I'm basing it off of they all stay healthy. If they do, it's a top five defense. Did you see the play J.J. Watt made when he was in there? I, I don't have any questions about the talent that, of the team. 100%. I'm, I, I totally – the reservations, I totally understand. But I'm assuming that for most of the season, even a couple of games where you don't get them, that team is so talented, and Tyron Matthew looks like Tyron Matthew, and he's it's they could sustain nasty. a couple injuries and still be top eight. You just yeah. have but to if they don't have any, they're top five. And I know exactly yeah. why you dropped them down because I know you like them. I, I love I love you, that you team. get scared as you should yeah. with injury concerns. Yeah. I just I have a feeling I have a feeling that team's gonna be really good, other than the guy getting the most hype, and that's their quarterback. Yeah, I still yeah. have big reservations there, but. If they stay, this is this is one of the ones. It's, it's a risk, but it could be a massive payoff. Again, they finished when they they finished in the top five when they're healthy. But the last yeah. two years, nineteenth and twenty eighth. Yeah, that's the sure. problem. If that team gets hurt, I just, it's risky. It's risky, risky for sure. Uh, number eight across the board, the Denver Broncos. 
They added uh, Adam Pacman Jones. That's the most recent uh, talent that they're bringing in. A little swagginess, a little trouble. I like that. You lose a keep yeah. to leave. Lose a kind of plays the same way. Talking kind of yeah, excitement, energy guy. I like that signing. For, there's not a lot of teams that could do that. No, it fits Denver. Yeah, yeah they're, it, they're it, one that, that it does. Especially I mean, considering a keep to leave left. It's they're not going to be similar. as good as they've been in the past. But Chubb on the other side of Von Miller yeah. is going to equal a ton of sacks. They're going to get some picks. They're still a solid, solid defense. And again, that division. I mean, I know that yeah. it's playing the Chargers offense and the offense could light them up, but I'm not as big of a fan. And their offense is going to be better. Yes. They should run it better. They, they, they can't throw it better. They, they're not going to put that defense out there as much. Yeah. So I think Denver's a very Plus, viable option. lockdown airport defending for Pac-Man Jones. Lockdown. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Two weeks in a row with my boy going on fire. I love it. Uh, moving right along, Chicago Bears. Jamie has them ninth. Uh, Jake and I both have them tenth. Jamie, what do you like about nah, the Bears? No, I cede my time to you. This is this is your Chicago. This is Paige's Chicago Bears corner. Listen, uh, Vic Fangio. That's all you really need to know. This team is going to create turn- turnovers. They added Roquan Smith to this defense. Who we love. Who I yeah. Who we love. Uh, defensively, they're just they. He gets the most out of his talent. He, there is a reason he's getting paid the amount of money that he is getting paid to be a defensive coordinator. He is running the show. The defense is healthy for the first time in a long time. They're all going to be playing, and I just there's a lot of excitement for this team. And if the offense can be slightly better than it was last year, it will help because this was a top ten defense. Last Linebackers year. galore. Yes, they're going to run it. They're going to shorten the games. They're going to let. They're not going to be out there a ton. That defense is solid, solid, solid. This is another one like you get late in the draft and the Bears defense mm-hmm. is sitting there and you're like you want to draft one. You're going to feel good about it. You're solid. Yeah, like, that's one you could play ninety percent of the time in the weeks because they don't give up a ton. No, especially at home, and you consider the weather is a factor when you're talking about this defense. October hits in Chicago, and all of a sudden, the Chicago Bears defense's numbers, you're going to see, get a little bit better each and every week. You know also what else I get on this? I get to read Cohen's punt returning. You do. Oh, yeah, we are talking special teams, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, I'm excited about that. Top 10 defense last year will be top 10 again. That team is just – it's solid. Yeah, and Tariq Cohen returning the football is a major upside for the Chicago Bears. All right, number 10 for Jamie, 11 for me, 9 for Jake, uh, New Orleans. I think this is honestly – seeing what this team was able to do last season – knowing they're coming back healthy. They created a lot of turnovers based off of some of the rookies that they drafted. I like this defense. I know that some people don't necessarily, maybe from a total defensive side, but in fantasy, they're going to score you a lot of points. Yeah, and this is a, I'm not sure what to fully think of the Saints defense. They were really strong out of nowhere in the first, I would say, 10 games for a year. stretch, yeah. And then it kind of it tapered off a bit. I don't know. They're clearly better than the defense that was arguably the worst defense in football the two years ago. Inarguable. They broke the record for the worst <laughs> defense in football four years in a row. So I just. And they Maybe finished, that's why they felt so good for a while. Yes. And they finished seventh last year. I. To me, this, this is another tier for me on the defenses. They could be top 10 again, but I'm not sure I fully buy that defense. I've got them ahead of the Bears only because of what you said, some of the turnovers and stuff last year. I think the Bears is a better option. Yeah. And it's a much safer option. You're going to play them more. I mean, they still got to play Carolina. They still got to play Atlanta. Tampa's offense is not terrible when Jameis Winston's playing. I mean, that division is not easy. And a lot of times you're you're they're, they're putting up 31. They're giving up 24-25 if you know that division at all. I'd put them down in that second tier for sure. They have the potential to jump up there, but that's last year that they were running the ball so well too. I don't know how much that's going to continue if they're throwing it a lot more, scoring quick. 
It's a little bit risky. I just can't see how they're better than they were last year on defense. I, and I think I every, all these other teams were point. talking about how they can get better or how they've been good and they've added to it. New Orleans is the first one in those list they say it's more likely they get worse than they get better. That's why they're slightly out of my top 10, having them 11. Uh, Carolina, number 11 on the consensus list. Uh, Jamie, since you like them uh, a lot, I like them a lot too. What do you like just, most about Carolina? They're just pretty solid across the board. Uh, I mean, they finished the last three years, 5th, 13th, and 9th among defenses. Again, you're now in this next tier where you're probably in the more matchup territory. I'm not sure I'm, I'm going out of my way to draft any of these defenses outside of the last couple rounds. And I'm saying, you know what, I'm going to look on a weekly basis. I'm not going to start Carolina on the road at New Orleans or at Atlanta. But yeah. I'm going to go see what's on the waiver wire and see where my better options lie. That's usually so since we talked about this earlier on in the podcast. If I can't get one of what, in my mind, I've evaluated the top 10 teams, I don't draft the defense. It's the Antonio Brown conversation, right? If you don't get one of the top four running backs and you're sitting at five, yeah. you're taking AB over exactly. whoever the next option is. Exactly. Right? So it's the same kind of thing. I mean, this is Carolina's getting a little old for me. Luke Keekley's had some injuries. The, the concussion concerns. It's scary. Can, they yes. can't go away. And if he gets another one, he's out eight weeks. Thomas Davis is getting very old. Uh, the whole defense is getting old. They still have secondary, secondary, still have, yeah, secondary concerns. Their yeah. defensive coordinator is now the head coach of Arizona. That shouldn't matter because they've replaced some of those guys in the past. But I've dropped them down to thirteen. They're a little. There's a bunch of other defenses I'd rather have. Uh, Pittsburgh, Jamie, you're the one who likes Pittsburgh the most, so I'll let you take Pittsburgh in this in this scenario. This is where fantasy goes better than reality. Yep. I, I don't like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense that much. I don't think they're a top half unit in football, but I think they're definitely a top half unit in fantasy. And they finished and special that way. Teams. And, yeah, and last year they finished ninth. I mean, look at the last three years. I don't think any of us will be looking at the Steelers defense and say, "Well, wow, that's a top ten unit," and that's finished seventh, fourteenth, and ninth in fantasy. When you throw AB back to return the occasional yeah. punt and Juju. And we'll see if either one of them are back there at all, but they always have a big punt return during the year, and the defense is going to be solid enough. It's a very different defense than you used to see, but I've dropped them down a little bit. But if you, you really really put a bigger emphasis on special teams, I'd, I'd yeah. throw them up there. Again, That's a good matchup. Matchup. Too. Like you're playing depending on who you're playing. Yeah. This is a team that I grab a lot for matchup-specific mm-hmm. moments where in, in, my, in my 12-team league – I will probably not be drafting a defense. In my 16-team league, I did. In my 12-team league, I'm probably not going to. And this is going to be where the next couple of teams, depending on who they're playing, that's who I'm going to be starting. Uh, 13, Kansas City. Jake, you have them 17, and I have them 12. What do you dislike about Kansas City? And would well, I, I got to know because it's 17, so you have them out of your top 15. Are you that down on them? I love year? their special teams. Okay. And that's why I got them at 17. Got it. That's where. Their that's defense, the only reason they're I've in my top like 12. 30. Okay. This is one of the five worst defenses in football. They're old, yes. but They're old, and they got rid of good players. Yeah, they're old. Yeah, now They're old. You got it's true. Freaking Speedy Gonzalez back there returning punts, and he's going to do it again. He's yeah. taking one to the house. So you got to give a little bit. But I don't even know who you play to put them in as a matchup, hoping. Yeah, I mean, there are a few teams that have to look through their schedule. There are a few teams that come into Kansas City that I think you would feel okay Coming with. Coming into starting. Kansas City, yeah. playing home. Not on the road, no. I don't, I'm not starting Kansas City's defense sure. on the road against no. almost anybody. No, a couple of teams within, if if you're playing Denver at home, if you're playing Oakland at home, I think I probably like them Denver on against the Paxton Lynch, yeah, I'm starting, yeah. I'm starting like, the teams. Uh, on the road, it's a little different. Um, but I think some of those divisional games when you're playing at home, Kansas City, Jake, you know this, I know this, it is a huge home field Arrowhead's advantage. It's the bomb. Yeah. It's awesome. It is a crazy home field advantage. Uh, this is the sneaky pick right here that I've seen ADP-wise is pretty much out of top 12 leagues, and this is going to be one 
that all start on a matchup basis, and that is the New England Patriots because they will have weeks where they are top five, and then they will have weeks where they are bottom five. That is what we saw from them last year. Matt Patricia's gone. Does the defense look any different? Probably not because Bill Belichick's still there. Jamie, what do you like about that? That's what I agree the most. Bill Belichick's still there, and that's all that matters, and he's a defensive genius. That team, the frustrating part about that team is I'm not even sure they're so much matchup-based because there's going to be games where they play good teams and they can shut them down and then bad teams come in there and put up 30 points. Yeah. And that's kind of what the Patriots have been the last couple of years. But when you look up at the end of the season, they're going to be top 12. Yeah. I mean, that's Who where goes to the Pro Bowl every year? Matthew Slater. Their special yeah. teams are solid as they can be. I'm throwing this out there and I have not looked this up, but you're talking about fair catches on punts and giving up no returns. Kicking in the end zone with Goskowski and giving up no returns getting eight to 10 yards on a punt return, which is big at the end of the year. And Edelman being able to take it to the house. if He goes back there occasionally. Their special teams are solid. Their defense is solid. They're another one. They're like, just like the bears, you're not going wrong playing them 90% of your games and you're going to be okay. You can live and die with what you're saying. The occasional bad week where they give up a bunch. Uh, Last on the consensus list. And Jamie, you're the one who likes them the most. So you get to talk about him. And that is Detroit. Yeah, they finished sixth last year among fantasy defenses. That secondary sneaky good. Uh, I, I really like Slay and company back there. Uh, you know, they don't – I know they play in a tough division and I know they're going to have some tough matchups, but they also get to play the Bears offense. So that doesn't bother me quite as much. Yeah. No, that's I, – I understand. This again, is a matchup. matchup, matchup Jamie based. is melting from Paige's eyes as, as we speak right <laughs> uh, now. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not starting them against Aaron Rodgers. I'm not starting them against Kirk Cousins. Uh, this is why they're not in my top – 15 because I looked at the I looked at them and I said there's no way I'm not the four games of the year where they're going to get possibly torched and I'm not high on Matt Patricia that's I'm going to get that I out watched right the game the other night we talked yeah my dad called the game so I watched it maybe longer than I've watched most preseason Same. games one how did Matt Patricia get by unscathed with a awful you're coming from freaking Belichick the whole reason you're getting hired is like to situational football you screwed up the clock mm-hmm. Awful at it the end of the bad. first half. I, yeah, I don't have bad. a lot of faith in what's going on there. They didn't look that good all the way around. I mean, Tampa, I am higher on than you guys, but none of us think they're going to be great. No. No. They look like world beaters against Detroit in the first half. And it was a lot of first ones, ones on ones. I'm not near as high on Detroit. They, they could be okay, but I'm not playing them against too many people. I just think this, I, I'm not as high on Detroit as a whole and from a team perspective. And I think this defense is going to have to do a lot more than they're capable of doing. And that's why I have them out of my top 15. Let's slightly mention the the first couple out here, especially because they are local teams, Seattle and Arizona. These are two teams defensively in the past that you really, really wanted to have Uh, not necessarily from a special team standpoint, especially Arizona, but from a defensive standpoint, because under Bruce Arians, you're talking about when Todd Bowles was here, number three, number five. You had you had very, very good defenses. Last night, now I know it's preseason, but they got eight turnovers, and the hype train is out of the station and all the yes. way in another country, okay? So let's bring everybody back down to reality because I know you guys watch the game, and I know we watch this team a lot, and I've seen a lot of – ridiculous takes about this defense and where people are ready to take them because they have had a good preseason. But Patrick Peterson was playing nearly all of that football game. And please go name me the Dallas Cowboys. no receivers that can make another team in the NFL. An offensive line that had maybe one starter and a quarterback that can't make another team in the NFL. Slow down a little bit, people. This defense is going to take a step back. If they get any injuries at all, they're hurting. 
They have a second corner, maybe. He's a rookie. You still have the best corner in football, Patrick, who's going to have his eyes on the quarterback, and you're going to see some more stuff that you saw last night. Which is Him playing zone, great. Antoine Bethea, love him, old. Trey Boston, great player, old. Buda Baker, beast. He's playing all over the place. He's the Swiss Army knife now. You're going to see a lot of blitzes. Linebacking core is thin. Defensive line is beat to hell right now, and you still got a couple guys like Kimdichie that have to step up for this defense to be that good. A lot of question marks for me here. So, I mean, this is a middle-of-the-pack defense, which puts them 10 spots where they finished last year back in actual football. And fantasy football, that division's tough. Their schedule's brutal. Yeah. And that's not even getting in talk about Seattle. Seattle, on a different note, it plays very, very vanilla. They've always played vanilla. They play zone. They're great against the run. They have Bobby Wagner still a beast. You're not going to run it on this team very well. Their defense is still going to be pretty solid. If I'm going to pick one of those two in a matchup, I'm probably going to go with Seattle's over Arizona's. But you're still talking middle of the pack. Yeah, both of them are middle of the pack. Seattle, again, they've been top 10 for forever, but that defense is a whole lot different. The names on that defense is going to be out there every Sunday are a whole lot different. Bobby Wagner and Earl Thomas are still there. They are still there. They're still two of the best in the business. Uh, And then for Arizona, again, I just, the the hype is just, I know they have a ton of turnovers this offseason. That, I mean, that's nice. I guess, I mean, you can only play the team in front of you, but that's not going to translate to the regular season. It will for a guy like Patrick Peterson, who's a stud, and we, the best we all know that. Yeah. And they should be able to rush the passer okay. But yeah, I, think, I don't like the rest of that defense. No, and I think Marcus Golden's health is a huge question mark. He's a beast on that team, and he impacts how Chandler Jones is defended and, and how he's going to – Chandler Jones is the same guy who's hand on the ground other than standing up in the 3-4. There's a lot of questions. I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to bring pressure. They're going to be fun For to sure. watch, but they can't sustain any injuries. They're yes. not very deep. No, and, they're old in and if things go as I suspect, they will go. That offense is going to put that defense on the field in a lot of bad – timing because they're going to turn the ball over and Sam Bradford's probably going to get injured and this team is not going to be very good and that defense is going to have to be so great to to offset what that offense is doing and I think that's you know what happens when that defense when you look at the time on the field and you see the defense has to be out there 65 percent of the time or 70 percent of the time that's not good and that's what this that's what this team is going to look like also just to to give Jake a shout out here, there's a couple other defenses he really likes. We should give him a chance to talk about, and that's the Giants and the Browns. Yep, go ahead. The floor the, is yours. The Browns, especially. You love the Browns. Number one against the run last year. That defense alone should have won them six games. Go back and look at the stats, and now they got better. Miles Garrett's going to play. He's an absolute freak. He is. Talking about if you're going to grab somebody off the waiver wire in matchups, grab the Browns mm-hmm. a lot. I'd probably play them in 70% of the games, defense alone. They don't worry about they yeah. have won a game and all the stuff that goes no, into football. For sure. That defense is legit. I love the Browns, and I'm also on their hype. But this is a scenario where I'm not drafting this team. No. Um, this is a prove-it-to-me situation where I – especially, especially considering, and I know you know this, game one in Cleveland we've talked about I could see very easily Pittsburgh comes in and blows the doors off this team, okay? Yep. And I am not – Starting that team game one. No, no chance. No, I'm not drafting them, but if Tyrod looks okay, he's yeah. two and three and he's not turning it over and they're running it pretty good. Yep. They're going to be in a lot of games. They're going to be sure. a lot of low scoring games. And the, the weather turns bad, that's one you want to look exactly. at in November, December. The Giants, same thing. I think they're going to, James Betcher's philosophy comes from Todd Bowles and that is stop the run, period. You're not going to run it very well in the Giants. A little bit worried about some of their secondary. I like some of those guys. I think Landon Collins is going to have a monster year, just the position he's going to play for Betch in that defense. And that offense is going to be, I think, so good. That defense isn't going to have to do a ton 
I think they're going to be way up there in situational stuff where you definitely want to look at those two teams matchup wise. I'd throw them, I got them 11 and 12. I'd throw them way up there basically because you're not going to draft them, but you would want them in a lot of games situationally. Yeah, I agree. I, I like both defenses, but both of them, considering what I saw last season, it's a prove it to me Absolutely. situation. Absolutely. I got to see you prove it to me. And the Giants' schedule is brutal the first seven weeks. They are not favorites until Halloween. Now. Now, but that is right now. I'm not. Dra- I'm not touching that. No, but if they're no if they're playing Tampa with Fitzpatrick, yeah, we'll, in a bad running game for sure. That's a great matchup. We'll see. We'll see how the lines change. We'll see how everything. But I heard that on Bet the Board podcast. I got to give them credit for that. And I went, oh my god, that is not. If you're starting a defense, you do not want that scenario. Uh, Jamie, any parting thoughts on today's podcast? Uh, well, I guess one thing just very quickly because I think we'd be remiss with Jake here if we didn't at least mention the existence of kickers. As Thank you. Kickers are people too. <laughs> so I was an athlete that. that happened to kick. Thank you. As an uh, athlete that happened to kick. Yes, you uh, heard that Kickers correctly. can win you some fantasy games, by the way. There's like two or three guys that – As a Greg Zerline owner last year. I, I was going to say, Zerline had like four 20-point games for me last year. He, out, he outscored my quarterback like three times. Jamie, go ahead. Name off the first. Uh, name off the guys who you are. Tucker, I, I, I don't like a, as much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't game, think the Ravens offense is going to be. Game changers. Tucker's That's a game-changing kicker, period. Yes. Yes. So he's not going to get the Fantasy opportunity. Wise. By the way, last round for kickers. Then don't don't yeah. draft any. Please don't that. do this. I just My top five was Zerline, Tucker, Goskowski, Bryant, and Lutz in that order. Yep, like yeah. all those guys. Yeah, and then you could go down and go, okay, who's playing on really good offenses yeah. and take that kicker, period. Sebastian Janikowski, probably not draftable anywhere, but – Maybe a guy you want yeah. to pick up off the waiver wire, Harrison depending Butker. on who they're, who they're playing. Bucker was great last year for yeah. the Chiefs. If you can get Zerline, get him. The Rams okay. are going to put up a bunch of points, and he's going to score a ton of points. All right. And he's got a strong one of the strongest legs in the history of the league. So the 50-yard 50 five-pointers, it and, adds up. Kickers are people, too. An athlete who happened to kick. I'm sure. short, man. My mom's 5'1", and I'd never kicked in the first place. I'm owning it to today. 5'1", soaking wet. Shout out and, to Christine. And, and heels. Yeah, right. <laughs> shout out to Christine. Uh, Jamie, how can everybody follow you on Twitter and Instagram? At J-M-E Eisner. Jake? Jake B. Arians on Twitter and Jake Arians on Instagram. And you can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I, and you should subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. You should give us a rating on iTunes, hopefully a five rating, and maybe we'll hook you up with some swag at some point during this season. Uh, Thank you for listening to the TD Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.